0: he's one of the greatest guys i've ever met huge inspiration you know the advice he gave me he made me like fifty thousand dollars in one hour a super fucking human, he just doesn't go up he doesn't quit he's one of the most well-known sales people out there sales trainers in the fucking country very impressive guy give it up for my guy baby. El- hey
1: what is up everyone welcome to the closers lab you know what we do we talk to sellers live We break down deals and we invite you to collaborate with us. Thank you guys, all of you, uh, for last week. Um, I think last week was a success. Uh, you know, we talked to, uh, various sellers, uh, you know, from all ranges, right. From people that wanted retail all the way to people that just weren't really serious about selling. Uh, today we have a treat for you as well, too. Like always, you know, um, What's cool about this is none of this is scripted, none of this is planned. We don't take the best recordings and and play them for you and break them down. This is happening live as you're watching. And so what I want to do uh, uh, by saying that is I want you also sort to of participate. I want you to comment. I want you to ask questions. Uh, and then also, uh, since we are going to be talking to sellers live today, uh, please tag someone. Please, uh, you know, share this with someone that you know that is needing help with, you know, uh, uh, bettering their sales skills, their closing skills, and maybe wanting to learn how to get better talking to sellers. Um, I challenge you today that uh, you know share this live with them. Um, I can guarantee you that it's going to be interesting. They're going to learn something. Uh, I don't think I've done one so far since I've been starting doing this where I don't get a message where someone Somebody actually uh, doesn't DM me and says, Max, I like the way you said X, I like the way you said Y, uh, you know, or, or get questioned, why did you approach the seller this way? How come you didn't say this? I welcome all the comments, all the questions, and please share this stream. Uh, it is live, so I want you all to be part of it, uh, you know, and ask questions and comment. Um, last week we we were only able to talk to a few sellers but uh we have a a couple callbacks lined up today our leads manager carlos uh, did a very excellent job thank you guys also for those that submitted the leads listen if you want me to call your leads live on the show like i'm doing now is and and i've done this for many people is when this show when you either go to the past shows or you or once the show is done the link for you to submit the uh, the your lead is actually going to be there. There's a Google sheet that you can submit the lead. And then what's going to happen is uh, my lead manager, Carlos, he's going to look at it and we're going to set up the call so that way you can uh, uh, basically uh, uh, watch us, uh, you know, call your leads live. We've done so many. We actually just, as a matter of fact, we're, we closed on a deal yesterday, I think it was, from somebody that submitted a lead. So if you want us to call your leads live and you want us, our lead managers, to uh, basically, uh, uh, you know, uh, call them and set up a call for you, some... Like I said, wait after the show, the link will be there. You can go to Pat Show, but right now, let's get started. I'm gonna call my first sellers here local in Arizona. Uh, again, this is live, share it with someone that you think needs to get better at sales, that you think would benefit from this program as I talk to sellers live and show you. You guys know that we have a sales training. I'm gonna talk about this, I'm gonna take two, uh, one minute to talk about this. We have a sales training, you guys have seen our Instagram, you guys have seen that we, uh, hey, here's how we talk to a seller, here's how we get a number. But here's the thing, today you're gonna see that live actually come to fruition, right? We're not just talking about it. Matter of fact, today and tomorrow, we're having our sales workshop. So if you have if you're not attending this one, be on the lookout for the next one. And uh, like I said, we're here to show not only talk about our sales process, our sales strategy, but on this on this show, we're gonna show you how those sales processes and those sales strategies work. So uh let's call our first seller and see what we get. Uh it's always interesting, right? So Uh, First seller, I'm going to call, his name is Charles, so he's got a property out here in Phoenix, um, which is pretty unique, by the way. Um, I don't know how many of you guys that are watching are from Phoenix, uh, but this particular property is actually in a a city called Sun City, and this is where all the retirees go, right? So uh, these are the people that we call snowbirds. They come from other states or they just go there to retire. It's a whole community, so... This one will be interesting, but let's go ahead and give him a call. I'm going to show you guys um, the property on my screen so that way you guys can see uh, the property while I'm talking to him. And I'm also going to be showing you you know, other things like what are the rents 24. going for, uh, things like that, so that way uh, you guys can see what, what I'm, I'm talking, talking about. about. So let's give uh, Charles a call, and uh, let's see if he picks up. So let's see. This look like a townhouse. There's a lot of townhouses around here.
0: Um, hello.
1: Hello, Charles? Yes. Hi, Charles. It's Max. I'm calling you because you had spoken to one of my team members, Carl, about your property over at 13605 North, North Del Web.
0: Okay. Probably,
1: Probably caught, caught you at a bad time.
0: No. Okay. Yeah
1: okay perfect i appreciate that yeah so um carl uh you know mentioned to me he gave me a little bit about you know the what what you're trying to accomplish and you know obviously he left some notes here but a lot of times the notes don't always tell the whole story are you okay if i just ask you a few questions just to you know piggyback off of what he already what he already grabbed okay perfect perfect so one of the go go ahead okay so one of the things that carl mentioned to me is that you know, one of the one of the reasons why you're considering selling this, it looks like you're trying to go back to, to uh, New York.
0: That's correct.
1: Okay, perfect. And when are you looking to make that happen? Like after, uh, like closer to uh, within the
0: next within the next six months.
1: Within the next six months. Okay. So, a question for you, Charles, would be: Do you want to have this process done in six months, or do you want? That's when you want to start to think about it.
0: Um, I don't know. I first of all, I have to go to New Jersey and have to buy something. Okay, got it. Look there, Mm -hmm. so I need some time.
1: Okay, what happens if you don't find something in New Jersey? Jersey?
0: Oh, oh, I'll find something.
1: You will, okay, I
0: know I'll find something.
1: Got it, okay. So, so I guess that goes back to my original question, Charles. Just and I'm just trying to figure out how we can best help you and understand where you're at as far as timelines. So are you? So are you? Uh, wh- when is that starting? Uh, uh, the as far as you looking for somewhere to to move to. Well,
0: we're gonna start looking in the next week or so.
1: In the next week or so, okay. And, and is that gonna be so that that purchase you that, that you're do you doing do you in a week or, or where you're gonna start looking out. in a week? Or so is that gonna be contention on you selling this this property and use those those funds, or what is that process gonna look like for you?
0: No, I don't think so. You don't you think know, so? I could always okay. put something down just to as a, as a deposit on the on the condominium that I buy or the, whatever it is in New Jersey.
1: Okay. So let's so Charles let's pretend it's 30 days, 60 days from now whatever the case may be. You've identified right. a property. Um what's that timeline yeah. look like once you identified a property to start the sale of this one?
0: Well, once I see something in New Jersey and I put a security deposit down, then I can sell this
1: so it sounds like you don't have to buy the other one. Technically, you don't have to close on the other one.
0: No, I don't have
1: to. Okay. Um, so the timelines are a little uncertain. Me, typically, typically, when I talk, I talk to people, people right, uh, when I call them and I ask selling. them, uh, you know, when, you know about selling, usually they, they already have a time frame in mind when they want to get their money, uh, you know, how soon they want to get their money. Right now, to me, it sounds like the time frames are a little bit uncertain just because it's all based on whether, you know, Uh, You don't know if it's going to be now or in six months. So I want
0: to be out of here. I want to be out of here in six months.
1: Okay, so you want to be out of here completely in six months. Okay, perfect. Exactly. Got it. So can I share a story with you, Charles? Can you what? Can I share a story with you?
0: If it's short, go
1: ahead. <laughs> no problem. I'm going to keep it short. So uh, we helped out uh, Johnny, I think it was, uh, I want to say the beginning of the year. He had the same situation. And he wasn't sure about the timeline. And basically what what, he, what we did is that he, he started, the. Pro- he, we talked to him in December. He wasn't sure he wanted to be somewhere around March. And what we did with Johnny is that we told him that, uh, hey, here's what we could do, right? If you like what, what we have to say, right? If you agree on all the offer in terms, what we could do is we could put everything in writing so that way you have a, 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 a offer that you can trust on. So, so you can depend on, excuse me. So that way, when you're ready to sell the other property, you don't have to worry about, you know, um, uh, selling it, talking to other people and it worked out really well for him. I just don't know if that's something that you would be considering doing. So, uh, you know, if, if it's even something that we come to an agreement to anyways.
0: I don't
1: know.
0: I couldn't answer you. Okay, so. Not to speak to my. Go ahead. Have <laughs> to speak to my wife too.
1: Got it. Okay, so it sounds like she she's going to have some input on the cell as well. Well, she's on the title. I do see that. You're you're correct. I do see that. Okay, so if you were me, Charles, um, w- when would you schedule a callback to have everybody on the call, so we can all conversate and see how we can you know. Basically, uh, possibly make something happen here.
0: Well, you have—I don't know—give me a call sometime next week.
1: Sometime next week.
0: You see, I haven't—I haven't looked in Jersey yet.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I get it.
0: I'm, I'm only going to Jersey so I can be closer to my grandchildren and my my children. So
1: I see, okay. But I have
0: to look for something, and I haven't looked yet.
1: Right. That, no, that, and that's fine. That's understandable, right? I, I understand there's steps to this. You can't just uh jump into it. Um and besides your family, is there anything else in Jersey? Is or is that the main reason uh that's driving you over to Jersey?
0: Well, just trying to get back to the East Coast, but my daughter and my grandchildren are in New Jersey, so we originally we we're from New York, but okay. I'm gonna go to Jersey instead.
1: Okay, got it. Okay. And then that changed sounds like that change over to Jersey instead of New York. That's right. Got it. Yeah. Quick question, Charles. On that, um, actually, about the property, because I, I just pulled it up. I didn't mean to sidetrack here, but is this is this a townhouse or or like a condo? It's a condo. It is a condo. Okay, perfect. I just didn't know the way it was. Uh, uh, from what I'm yes, seeing, from what I see the pictures online, it looks like a townhouse. But I just wanted to uh, to uh, basically uh, uh, confirm whether it's a condo or a townhouse. Uh, condo. Okay. Perfect. So Charles, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I really appreciate you taking my call today. I just want to, what I want to do is I want to have Carl call, you know, basically uh, set up a callback with you both, you and your wife. Uh, So that way we can talk. And at the end of the day, uh, Charles, we don't buy every single property from everyone we talk to, right? It just doesn't work out, which is, you know, which is uh, is, uh, standard sometimes. Uh, but I definitely would love to have both of you on the phone and just figure out if there's something that we can, you know, we can do together. And if not, it's okay. Uh, no feelings hurt. Um, so you said sometime next week. What do you prefer, Monday or Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday, okay. Do you like mornings or afternoons?
0: The afternoon.
1: All right. Would you say in the afternoon at 2 o'clock or 4 o'clock? 2 o'clock. Perfect. So what I got, what what I'm going to do is I'm going to have Carl put it on my calendar Wednesday uh, afternoon at two o'clock. I'm going to call Char- Charles, and uh, I'm also your wife's going to be on that call. Is is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, just out of curiosity, for my sake, because I do have a, quite a bit of calls that day, Charles. I just want to make sure I prioritize your call since we are putting it on the calendar. Is there anything you can think of that day that would stop us from uh, from talking with you and your wife? <laughs> can't think of anything right now i get it you know emergencies come up and there's things that you might have to attend to but you know i I take these very serious and i want to make sure that you know because i do have a call before you and i have a call after you i just want to make sure that you know when i lock this in that you know i'm not i'm not leaving any space for or sorry taking any space from from anyone else okay okay charles well i appreciate the conversation okay take care all
0: right
1: yep thank you sir
0: thank you bye bye bye
1: Boom! All right, guys. Um, so that was a really good call, right? He's his timeline's a little bit. Uh, uh, basically, his timeline's a little bit uncertain, right? Uh, he's got a lot of things going on. He's got to identify a place, which is not contingent on him selling his property, uh, but he's definitely got to start looking for a place in Jersey. And then, uh, basically, uh, well, the other thing too is that you, uh, you know, he's got his wife, right? Guys, one thing that you need to make sure when you're talking to sellers, and I'm and I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit on these three comments right now because our next call is not set up till I think ten and ten more minutes, but i want to call them early anyways, is that you need to make sure that you're talking to everybody that actually is going to have an input on the sale of the property. Guys, you notice I did not say, is there any other decision makers? Decision makers, when somebody hears decision makers, what that means is commitment. When someone hears contract, that means commitment, right? So you got to stop using the word decision makers and start using, change it up. Input. Is there anyone you take advice from? Is there anybody that you consult? Is there any, your pastor, your wife, whatever the case may be? Uh, because if you don't have everybody on the phone, or let's say you're going out to the appointment, what's going to happen is that once if you meet this individual without all the all the persons, all the people that are gonna have an input on the sale, you're gonna run into a situation where you actually gave them all the information and they're not ready to make a decision because now they got to consult. Uh, The other thing, too, is uh, you guys saw I shared a third-party story. You notice I didn't apply the solution to him directly. You have to be careful with that. I could have said, look, here's what we could do for you. We can lock it up now. We can basically, you know, enclose it whenever you're ready. Like, he's not ready to make that type of commitment. So what I did is I shared a third-party story so that way it doesn't apply to him. But he's in his mind. He's imagining that. It, I want him to imagine himself in in the third party story, so he can position himself and say, "Max, that's what I want. I really, that's what I really want them to say." But obviously, he's not ready for that. Uh, so, just those two tips: make sure that you are asking for everybody that has an input on the sale of the property, and then number two, when you're talking features and benefits, use a third party story uh, to make sure that you're not applying the third party story directly to that individual because now they're going to get commitment, right? So. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Jeremy Marcus says he's trying not to have you worry much about Jersey. I'm not sure what, what that means, but okay. Uh, RJ Bates, what's up, RJ? I'm glad you're jumping on. Maybe you'll learn something. <laughs> uh, love seeing Max put in the reps for this year's Closer Olympics. Um, thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Let's see. Matt Smith said, RJ, you're going to have some competition this year. Yep, yep, yep. We're looking forward to it, bro. We're definitely going to attend again. Um, Then you said, could you see that working for you? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not understanding the comments completely on here. Uh, Even if I have title up and I know it's just them. Uh, He's trying not to have you worry much about Jersey. Yeah, then you said, could you see that working for you? Even if I have title up and I know it's just them. I don't understand I'm not sure on the comments if you want to just clarify a little bit uh, what is it exactly what the message it conveying I'm a little confused on all the comments and then that way I can I can basically comment back on that but thank you guys let's call the next person. Um, let's see so we have Robert let's let's see let's pull up his address. Robert actually has multiple properties. so this is actually going to be uh, a good one. I love talking to people who have multiple properties because uh, you know we can see which one you know a lot of times one may work the other one may not um but i love doing that um guys if you have any questions what i did on that previous call uh don't hesitate to add the questions the comments uh so that way you can uh, that way i can answer your questions and address any concerns that you may have i love i love um commenting and i love breaking down the call so that way you understand our approach right because everybody has different styles and that's one thing that i always say i don't i don't fear the questions or the comments i want to make sure that you understand what i did so uh, let's give Robert a call real quick, and let's see if Robert uh, picks up for us, and then that way we can talk to him. Let's see. I'm going to pull up the property so that way you guys can can see it. Why is this not? Uh, bear with me, guys. I'm going to pull up the property. All right, let's see. Let's give him a call really quick. Hello. Hello, Robert.
2: Hello, Robert. Yes, speaking.
1: Hi, Robert. It's Max. Uh, I'm calling you because uh, you had spoken to my team member, Carl, uh, about your property. I,
2: I, you yeah, me? I'm
1: on um, Probably caught you at a bad time, Carl or Robert. I'm sorry. Hello, Robert. All right, let me give him a call back. See, it sounded like he was about to say I'm on the phone on the other line. So let me call him back. Yeah, he's probably on the other line that's what it says
0: this is bobcat please leave your name and number and the time you called okay
1: so we'll move on to the next one he didn't uh he's actually obviously he's sounds like he's on another call which uh which i think is what he wanted to tell us tell me let me see if there's any questions um uh brandon lopez says hey max how would you handle pulling up to an appointment and another investor pulls up at the same time while you're while you're with the seller. Uh, you know what I would do, Brandon, in that case, right? So I guess let me back up a little bit. Before it gets to this point, one of the things that you wanna do is you wanna make sure on the phone before you go out there, is always ask them, you know, what else are you, who else have you, uh, is there anyone else that you've talked to about selling? Or is there anyone else, or is there anything else that you've done about selling the property, right? To find out if they are talking to other people now, our, do sellers lie? Of course, one hundred percent. They, they, a lot of them do. Um, but you always want to try to leave that window where, hey, you know, if you're first, that's really awesome. Um, typically, I like to be either first or last. Those are my two choices. Why? Why first or last? First, because you know, obviously, I can get there first, and if the deal doesn't happen, I'm gonna scorch the earth. Last, the same thing. If I get there and I know there's an offer that beats mine, I'm going to scorch the earth as well, too. Now, it's going to happen, right? You get to the appointment and there might be another investor there. I'm going to I'm gonna call the seller out. Honestly, I'm going to be like, hey, I'm really confused. When you and I spoke on the phone, I was coming out here to buy a property, not to look at a property and make you an offer. And then you decide on what you wanted to go with. I'm going to call them out. And then and then they say, well, can you just come in? And, and you know, and I'll let the other person like. We can do two things, and you have to be a little bit blunt with this because it's your time, bro. Here's the one thing mistake that I see a lot of people in our business make is they just because we're wholesaling, we're buying properties at a discount, is, is you don't actually take your time as a priority right? And I do. I mean, my time is, you guys know, right? Time is money. We always say this. So I'm going to call the seller. I'm like, I'm really confused. Uh, Are we both going to be in the appointment? What's going on here? You know, when you and I spoke, I was coming out to buy a property. I'm not here to look at a house and for you to just take my offer. Uh, I'm here. Should I leave or do I, or, or should someone tell him to come back? That's me though. That's my personality, right? Um, You could do it as well, but in a lot nicer tone. Hopefully that helps. Um, Let's see. Let's call the next person, William. Let's see if we can get him on the phone because this is what's all about, guys. We want to make some phone calls and uh, basically get some people on the line so we can hear uh, the conversation. So let me uh, copy the address and then that way I can pull it up uh, so you guys can see what I'm actually looking at. So um, let's see. or you guys could just fight bro <laughs> it's my deal <laughs> know, I'm just joking I'm just joking uh let's see all right perfect nice all right so let's call William Mr. Williams this is a property in Mesa right now Mesa is super hot too so let's see man that's why you always got to have a pair of gloves in your uh, a pair of boxing gloves in your uh, in your trunk bro in case that happens All right.
2: You have reached Bill Burnett. I leave a name and number.
1: Guys, quick tip. Um, One of my favorite things to do is to double call, which means that back to back uh, eight out of 10 times they do pick up when that when you do that. Um, And so basically make sure that you're doing that when you're following up with your calls. Uh, It's like you, right? If you got a call and they called you back to back, probably eight out of 10 times you are going to pick up. It's a really good strategy.
2: You reached Bill Burnett. I Leave a name and
1: number. I'll get- All right. So he obviously didn't pick up. Uh, this one's actually was scheduled out a little later, but it looks like you know uh, because Robert didn't pick up, um, and I'm I'm gonna call Robert back right now as a matter of fact, because I think. Uh, something was going on so let me let me call him back and figure out what is going on in this case and then I'll get to the question and comments yeah this is a live show I want you to ask questions I want you to comment um, and then like I said share this stream with somebody that you think it's going that can uh, basically uh take advantage of what's going on here so let's see
0: This is Bobcat, please leave your name and number at the time you call. All
1: right, so no luck on that. Uh, I'm gonna go over to the comments and the questions. Uh, Let's see. Um, Stupski says, hey Max, awesome calls as always. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about where these leads are coming from or where they originated? I feel we are progressing on the phone but lacking opportunity. Yeah, so uh, a lot of these leads are coming from our co-callers. Uh, a lot of times, they're submitted by by the audience yourself. Uh, when they're submitted by the audience, I have I really don't know where they're coming from because that's not one of the questions that we ask. Um, you know, when 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 the leads get submitted, but when they're coming from my lead manager Carlos, basically the leads are being uh, it's our co-callers. They're actually calling people, and then they're, they're uh, what they do is they submit the lead, right? Just like any other uh, process, and then we call them now. Uh, if you're talking about the criteria, I don't know, I don't have any information and the reason, and so basically the reason why I don't, I don't really get caught up in that, in, in, in the criteria in regards to, you know, whether it's a, a foreclosure or liens on the property, like, cause what happens, it gets too much. You start thinking about it too much and you want to go that route. Um, but you know, uh, uh, the ones that we get, they're basically, they're, they're, they're leads that have multiple criterias. Basically they're stacked. What we call stack, right? So it could be an individual that uh, might have a code enforcement violation. Uh, maybe they have a lien on the house. Maybe the old taxes. And what happens is we combine all those uh, pain points, and then we basically create a lead out of that. Instead of calling them three times, we stack the leads, and then and then that way, uh, you know, we can call them. We know they're going to have multiple pain points. The, the only one is that I don't know is that um, is when you when the audience submits the leads. Um, as far as the lack of opportunity on the phone, yeah, I mean, we're in a market where it's really, this is where you have to get better, right? This is where you have to watch shows like this, the closers lab, so it can help you have better conversations. Cause I said, I say this all the time with people I talk to is that, Back, back then when I started doing this, you can get, you know, you can send out 100 letters and, and get a deal, you know, talk to people. It's gotten a lot harder. So this is where you have to become better at talking to people and, and your sales skills have to progress. Uh, your sales skills do have to get better, your closing skills, uh, so that way you don't miss out on opportunities. The low-hanging fruit, what we call the motivated seller, is very is very scarce right now, right? It's very too far in between. I'm not saying there's any at all, uh, but it's very limited right now. So, uh, so yeah. Hopefully that helped and answer your questions. I'm gonna answer one more before I, before I make another call here. Um, it looks like, actually, let's jump on back on the phones. Uh, Carlos told me that there is someone ready right now to talk, so let me pull up the address for you guys, uh, so that way we can get them on the phone and talk to them. Let's see. And shout out to Carlos, man, my lead manager. That guy's that guy's a beast. He's a machine. So he's the one that's making a lot of this uh, uh, connections happen in the back in the background. So thank you, Carlos. I appreciate it. All right. So let's give uh, Alan a call. He, he said he's ready. So perfect. Hello. Hello, Alan. Yes. Hi, Alan, it's Max. I'm calling you because you had spoken to one of my team members, Carl, about your property over at West World Drive. Yeah, just now I he called. I think. I got I got a dozen of you people hanging on to my phone. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Why do you think you're getting a lot of calls?
2: Uh, Well, I don't know. I just got on Facebook and seen all them guys, all you guys advertising to buy houses, so I just let them all know, let you all know I'm selling it
1: you are okay okay
2: i I wanted to maybe maybe you get a
1: lot of calls because maybe we got some gold back there that we got to dig up (laughs) No, i got gold there
0: i got like 30 cars and stuff so
1: (laughs) oh you do well that's i mean that's that's another type of gold right one man's Mm -hmm. you know one it's another man's treasure what kind of cars you got back there
2: oh just a little bit everything a lot of a lot of old cars with motors in them i got for the motors the 48 ford business coupe stuff like that nice you got any uh you got
1: any uh challengers or chargers back there in that yard no no nope i had a uh 440 70 uh rt 440 hood at one time Wow. i bet that did you sell that one or what happened to that yep 1700 bucks i got out of it jeez was it the whole body or just uh or the hood yeah oh wow okay Man, yeah, that's awesome. But all right, Alan. Well, um, you know, thank you for taking my call. You know, I know Carl, um, put some notes here, you know, obviously he's, he gave me a, a little bit of, you know, information in regards to, you know, one of the reasons besides you getting a lot of calls, uh, you know, he said, you're looking to get, you know, uh, looking to buy a fifth wheel, uh, and maybe traveling is, is that right? Well, I'm,
0: I'm going to head to Iowa. If I sell it, if I don't, then I'll, have to Iowa anyway to hang out with my mom for a little bit. Doesn't
2: matter. It doesn't matter. Well, no. no. that sounds that way. Yeah, I, I picked my buddy up over at Scottsdale Air Park and we're heading back to Phoenix.
1: Oh so pretty- I see. So do you, would you want me to call you some other time and talk about this? Yeah.
0: Tell me uh
1: later on this afternoon how's that? Uh, this afternoon, what two o'clock or four o'clock?
2: Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, I just want to make sure
1: because you know I want to put it on my calendar. I prioritize these calls; they mean a lot to me. And I usually have either a call before you, or afterwards. So I just want to make sure, for my sake, that I put it in my calendar. So would what... I'm with
0: my phone. Anytime you want to call me, call me.
1: So how about if I put you down for two o'clock today? Yeah. Okay, that'll perfect. work. Is there anything okay. you can think of besides an emergency or stopping us from talking today at two o'clock? Nope, I'm always open. All always right, open. and if I don't buy the house, would you let me <laughs> buy one of the cars back there?
2: <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> no you can have
0: everything.
1: All right, Alan, sounds good, man. I'll give you a call today at 2. Thank you, sir.
0: All right, later. Bye. Bye.
1: All right, so I did uh, <laughs> a short call. Uh, interesting uh i got involved in the conversation with the cars one thing i didn't ask him if i caught him at a bad time which is uh which is okay bill you know uh, sometimes that happens he's obviously driving in the middle with someone but uh um it sounds like the other person is talking in his ear so that's why i was like wait a minute this uh uh," that's why i asked him if, if it was a better if i should just call him some uh some other time so um you guys noticed something when he said i'm getting a lot of calls." um you know i want to just ask what their thoughts are on that right uh you know that's why i said what oh you're getting a lot of calls why do you think that is Um, uh, just to see where they're at in regards to their frustration level in regards to the level of you know them wanting to uh you know sell the property right um and basically what 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 happens sometimes right like he was cool about it but there's sell, other sellers would be like, well, it's all you lowballers and, and you guys are just calling me, want to take my property. So if I hear that, then I know this is going to be an aggressive person, potentially not looking to sell. But he actually went a whole 180 of that and said, yeah, you know, you guys, all you guys are calling me. And, and you know, I went on Facebook and that, that's it. You know, you guys want to buy my house. so I want to sell it. So that was really good. So I'm going to read. Uh, there's a couple comments that came in. Uh, 602 Scale Auto said, do you leave voicemails? Typically, if they don't answer after the second call back, uh, no, we don't ever leave voicemails. However, well, let me back up. So we do leave what we call the cliffhanger voicemail. Uh, it's something that I haven't used on this live yet. Basically, what the cliffhanger voicemail, uh, the what, what that entails is that you know it would be something like, "Hello, hey Max, uh, you know, or hey Carl, it's Max. Uh, I was calling about your, I was calling in regards to your property at one two three Main Street, and I'm calling about click." And so what we're doing is we're leaving that 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 cliffhanger, that that enticement. So when they hear it, they're gonna hear that they're gonna hear that I was calling him because of your I was calling because of your you know because and the call's going to hang up, and they're gonna be like, wait, he didn't finish the voicemail. I need to call him back. So we don't we don't leave a lot of uh, or sorry we don't leave a lot of voice uh, cliffhanger voicemail only with people like say I could be leaving them with the people that we're talking to today, but for the sake of time, I'm just going through the calls and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's a good idea to live the, the, the cliffhanger voicemail, especially if you haven't talked to them. Um, you know, but. As far as like a like a general voicemail, long voicemail, hey, I was calling you because you were interested in my property, blah blah blah. We never do that, and the reason why we don't do that is because they're going to have your information. They know why you're calling, right? There's no curiosity there anymore, right? You you've you basically gave them your pitch, and what they're going to do is they're going to put you and clump you up with everyone else now. But if you do it the other way, where you leave the cliffhanger voicemail, um, then it's going to still you're still going to hold leverage, right? So. Um, Hopefully that helps uh, pure home solution says how many times do you call a lead that expressed interest to your co- callers in selling but never answer when you when you go to call them it's funny because I made the joke here uh, I made the joke Tuesday night right when we were on our live show uh, the the club collab um, I, I told someone because I'm gonna ask this question so Carlos wears a chain uh, he wears a chain and the chain says uh, until. You sell or die, right? We follow up until you sell or die. (laughs) And I told Carlos that this morning and he was cracking up. Now, he doesn't literally have a chain, but uh, we're working on getting him one until sell or die. Uh, that's really what you have to do brother like if you're paying for the leads and you're and you're investing money and they talk to your whole to your co callers and your co callers were able to get a yes from them and they come into your pipeline there's no reason why you, you guys all you guys you shouldn't be deading any leads uh you need but you, what you have to do is you need to have a a good follow-up system whether it's somebody like a lead manager a drip system uh you know drip system it all it is is like in the crm Uh, Once you can't get a hold of them, you know, after 10 attempts or whatever, you can turn on what's called the drip system. And then it's going to send them text messages. It's going to send them emails. Uh, Sometimes they even send RVMs. We don't do RVMs. Um, And then that way the system automatically follows up with them. But remember that until you sell or die. That's really how long we we keep following up with them. Harvey Martinez said, Max, the legend, always providing so much value. Gracias, hermano. Hey, the nada. You're welcome, bro. Um, this is why we do this, right? We got. We want everyone to understand, and we want everyone to understand our sales process, not just the way we talk about it or teach it, but you guys see it here working. Uh, and the last comment I'm going to cover before I try to get uh, William or Robert back on the phone is a uh, uh, great report building. Jason From Jason Toledo, he said, great report building. Thank you, bro. That's one of the things that you have to do is build a report. So it looks like, uh, I got a message from Carlos it says that William is ready, so let's go ahead and give him a call and let's see if we can talk to someone, man. Um, all right, let's see. All right. So let me input his address. All right, so let's call his cell phone number. Perfect. Hello? Hello, William? Yes. Hi William, it's Max. Uh, I'm calling you because uh, you spoke to one of my team members, Carl, about your property over at North Signal Butte. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Probably caught you at a bad time.
2: No. Okay. I'm sitting there playing on a computer.
1: (laughs) Okay, perfect. I appreciate that. Thank you for taking my call. Um, So, uh, Carl, um, basically, what he um, what he he left some notes on here in regards to you know uh, why you're considering selling the property. I know he uh, he. He put some, you know, a lot of notes on here. I just sometimes the notes don't always tell the whole story. Is it okay if I ask you some follow up questions? Sure. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, I appreciate that. So it looks like um, one of the reasons why you're considering selling. Um, you know, you you've been there. You've been there a while. Um, so it sounds like there's some health issues going on. Is that right?
2: You know, I've got some my legs. I've got some problems in my legs, and it's hard for me to get to get out there and work very long. I, I got a drop foot too, and I trip and fall down every once in a while, and that ain't good. Oh wow! So I just I have to I've got it paid for, so it could be that I just hire guys to do it. I got a guy in the apartment one of the apartments here. I get an apartment and a mobile home on my property besides my house, and okay. uh, so- one of them I let, I get him to get some do a lot of it around here, and mm-hmm. I take it off his rent some. I see.
1: But, <clears throat> so on the lot itself, you you said there's your house, right? Which is the uh, which is the single family, uh, the home. Yeah, it's and
2: then you said two bedroom, some... one bath. Okay, or one shower, don't have a bathtub. And I, it's about I don't know 1100 square feet or something. No, about 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 800 for that. And an apartments connected. There's the Arizona room screened in pretty big patio big one okay. uh it's, it connects the house to the apartment uh, and uh, the the apartment and the house together is 1150 square feet or something like it
1: got it okay perfect no and i, and I am looking at it online right now but obviously the the, the pictures that are on here are, are they just show like the street view so i can see the aerial view in regards to the other properties um so how long, long has, has that been, been going on, you know, with uh with with your health stuff?
2: Oh, it's I don't know, a couple of years. But uh before that I got, I was out working on it all the time. But uh Okay. I've got it pretty well fixed up. I got a couple of screens I need to replace on the Arizona room and mm-hmm. okay. and uh so, i had a block fence put around a swimming
1: pool and a swimming pool there okay i see mm-hmm. so this individual that um that is doing the uh, the the repairs for you um is there is is he like a long-term solution for you as far as if you don't sell he's, this property
2: he's been there ten years okay the guy the guy in the mobile home out there he's been there short of one year short of the same time i'll be one year short he's been there 23 and i'm on I'm right on the 24th year okay got it okay
1: now besides uh you know talking to us i mean what what else have you done about selling this property
2: oh i've had all kinds of real estate people calling me all the time and they've given me prices and i i think well i have had a price on uh they, one real estate and gal uh, she was. She was going to list it for six hundred, and and I said okay, and I signed the papers. And she went back to her office and consulted with her boss, and they come back with a phone call and said they list it for five fifty. If it's okay, I said yeah, that would work because that's what I'm wanting—just five hundred plus whatever it costs me to sell it. Mm-hmm. So that would be under five fifty. So they listed it, and I've got to thinking, for man, with my legs and everything, me moving, and I, I don't know where I'd move to, but I got I, kind of some ideas of adult living, okay. uh, places and stuff. But yeah, so uh, so I just called her and canceled it. Oh, okay, I see. So so was
1: that going to be? So it sounds, sounds like, like she was a real estate sales agent sales that was going to list it for you on on the market. Yeah. Oh, I see yeah that's probably why they said uh five fifty for you and um and and so that didn't happen and what what uh so what uh, what transpired between that time and now
2: oh well, nothing right like I just kind of get upset with myself because I can't get out and do things a lot you know wow okay and yeah. I'm used to doing it but of course i'm eighty three years old too that has a lot to do with it
1: mm-hmm Okay, I see.
2: Um, and then uh, has
1: uh, has anyone made you an offer on this property at all?
2: I get real estate people calling me and telling me, ask, give me an estimated price on it quite a bit. I think this last one was, I think, Open Door Realty or something like that. They mm-hmm. come up with uh, 466000
1: Open Door made you an offer for 466000 Yeah. Okay. So, so when Open Door came out and did the inspection and deducted the fees, that's what no, they put they, in writing.
2: No, they they put a note in there uh, with that four hundred and sixty-six thousand. Oh, so they never so they, so
1: they never came out it, to look at the property.
2: No, they said if they came out and looked at it, that it might be the the price may be uh, reasonably more, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it can, I don't disagree with you. With you. It could be yeah. more, it could be less well, as well. Uh, that's why, that's why I asked when, when open door came out to look at the property and they deducted their fees and all that, was that what they put in writing? Cause usually it's a preliminary offer. Um, a lot of people. They tell didn't me that.
2: deduct their fees. I'm sorry. They, they didn't deduct their fees. They d- just give me that price. Yeah. I, yeah. They, that's what they do. They, they didn't ha- they didn't have more on it at one time and then deducted it. Mm-hmm. That was the other company. Deducted it down to 550 and they was listing it. And I, they were getting ready to have somebody come out and take pictures on it. And then I, the next day, and I, that's when I call and cancel it. Oh, so you've canceled twice then. That's what I'm hearing. No, just the one, just the same one? one. Yeah.
1: What about Open Door? You said they wanted to come out and look at it. I didn't,
2: I didn't even call them. I haven't called them and got them to even give me a prize. They got it. Just automatically sent me a email.
1: So just, just a quick recap here. Um, William, I'm hearing that you, you know, you obviously already, you were, you are considering listing with an agent that we're gonna get you five fifty. The other thing too, is you had open door, give you, you know, a preliminary offer. Obviously that could change. We don't know if that's true. Uh, I mean, just, just, uh, just ballpark off the record. You know, if you didn't have to do anything, didn't make any repairs, no money out of pocket. I mean, what's, what do you feel comfortable selling this for? If you didn't
2: have to do anything, just it was a net. The option. same, I've done all the repair work myself. Well, I've had uh, storm windows, well, not double pane windows put all in, and I've had the roof redone. I've put in mm-hmm. a, a new septic tank, I've had the swimming pool replastered. They chiseled out the, a lot of the old plaster and replastered it inside, mm-hmm. and I had the block fence put up and i've had it painted all outside well first i had it all stuccoed outside and then i had it painted inside outside mm-hmm. well i mean it sounds and, like uh, it, it sounds
1: like a really great property um you know why not just list it again with the real estate agent
2: well uh, with the same real estate agent
1: i mean with them or i mean if you have a if you have another real estate agent that uh that you love, um, you know, working with. I don't have one I love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, cause typically people I talked to in the past, well, my cousin's a real estate agent, my brother's a real estate agent. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. You
2: might love them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if you don't have a real estate agent that you love working with, um, sounds like you're open to other maybe, uh, options or ideas, you know, maybe someone that you would, you would consider talking to that way you get an idea. Yeah.
2: Okay. The only option I got is, is like I said, at five about five forty, five fifty one, mm-hmm. so that I could get get five hundred in my pocket. So you want to net five hundred
1: thousand out the door? Yeah. Okay.
2: And and like I said, I'm in no bind to sell it. I just get depressed because I can't get out and do things, and I, but I've got it paid for. And I've got a reasonably good retirement. i got Social Security and two different uh, retirements from Sheet Metal Union, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm in no bind. Okay. Um, and I've got plenty of money in here. I can live here the rest of my life easy uh, enough, which yeah, is no, not going to be and long. And that's I don't have really, to have you know, too and that's
1: much good. money to live yeah, the rest no, no, of my good. life
2: goes on getting up there.
1: That's really good on your part, you know, congratulations on that, because I'll tell yeah, you what, yeah. most people that I talk to are usually, uh, you know, they're, they're in situations where they have to, you know, sell within a certain time frame, right, 30 days or less. Uh, a lot of yeah. them are in financial uh, situation, which, are, you know, which is kudos to you, you know, you, you did a great job in regards to getting to this point where you don't have to sell. Um, and, the, and and as far as, uh, you know, as far as the $500,000, i am assuming you wouldn't look at any other offers besides that. Nothing any lower, no. Even if it's net to you, nothing out of pocket.
2: That's what I'm on. If I don't get it, I just stay here.
1: <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm looking. Co- okay. Well, just a little confused because you do. You obviously, I understand you don't need to sell, but sometimes you get frustrated about it and you do want to sell. So is it kind of, but but you are pretty firm on the 500000
2: Even if someone yeah. offered you 499 yeah. you would be like, nope. Well, well, because it's five forty or something like that's what I'm asking for. Uh, say that one more time. Not that last part.
1: Say that again. Huh? Say say that last. about
2: five hundred and forty. I'm wanting to clear because whatever it costs me to sell, what is it thirty thousand or something, and it costs me to sell the place. It just depends on the agent you
1: get whether they charge you, you know, two yeah. percent commission or you yeah. know or five percent commission.
2: Yeah, but uh, you know, I want I want enough. Over 500 to clear the 500. Mm-hmm. What if what if someone can
1: net you? I'm not saying I can now because obviously I haven't looked at the property. I don't know too many too much about it. Uh, what if you can net 500,000, what would happen next?
2: Well, we'd talk about it. Talk about it? Yeah. Because I've got the rest of it in the bank. <laughs> I've got 140 in the bank, so I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it too much. So it sounds like even
1: a, a net cash offer to you at 500000 you still would have to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. I wouldn't think very long about it, but. <laughs> very
2: long? <laughs> not very long. What do you mean by that? Uh, I would probably accept it. But. but uh, you would probably accept like it? Like I said, I don't know. I'd see.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm a little confused. Um, cause I'm getting like, you probably upset that you probably wouldn't. I'm just trying to, and again, we don't buy every single property from everyone we talk to, you know, obviously yeah, that's know. Not, not reality. My job today is just to figure out this is something that you and I can work together on. And, uh, you know, um, from what I'm hearing, some of the things you're telling me is you got time, this potentially you might look, you might consider an offer if somebody, if you can get a net 500,000, but yet you won't. So I'm just a little confused, uh, in regards to those, you know, what, how we can work together here, uh, William. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: so what do you, pr- so let me, let me ask you a question. If you had a magic wand, right. And you, it, you, you said this is my perfect scenario and you wave the magic wand, what would that perfect scenario look for you in regards to price move out and all that? Uh,
2: it would be over 500. It ain't going to be under five.
1: So like five hundred and one thousand.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well,
1: sounds like you're more comfortable uh, if someone can offer you the five forty. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hearing.
2: Yeah, I'm more comfortable with that. Sure.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I could be your buyer at that. Um, You know, a five forty. It, it really puts me out of the range. Again, I haven't seen the property or anything, and I don't even know. If, you know, if, if I you're could, in the range, I know I'm somewhere in the, around the range. Yeah. Um, and this is what I always tell people that I t- talk to. Right. And I'm not afraid to do this is that yeah. if you're looking to get the most for your property to, the, 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 right thing to do is probably listed on the market. If you have time money and, and you're not in, in a hurry to sell it because you're always going yeah. to maximize, uh, your, your, your property now. If you just don't, if you don't want to do showings and you don't want to do all, go through the whole process, obviously you pay a little bit for convenience. That's, does that make sense?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I
1: realize that. So if you don't sell in six months, what happens next?
2: Uh, I'll just keep on that. Yes. Like I say, I'm not in no hurry. <laughs> okay. All right when i get in a hurry man i get nervous i I hate to (laughs) sell the place really no that's what i'm hearing because i'm comfortable here
1: right right so i know and it sounds like the the thing that's a little bit of a burden is just the uh you know having to make sure that you that you fix things and that you you know obviously that you stay on top of that uh what about the individual that does repairs have you have you considered selling it to him
2: yeah in fact he's Told me to hang on to it for a year. Mm-hmm. He was going. He's he's working with his credit and everything, and he hasn't been working. But but he's been bringing boats and stuff like that in here. He's thirty two years old. He's very mechanically inclined. Plus, he's a body and fender man. But he just preferred to do this for a while. Bring boats, boats, and cars, and pick, do some things. Only buys them cheap's and resells them. And he does real good at that. <laughs> Heck, he makes darn good money at that, but he, 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 even he's supposed to go to work Monday. What is today's, maybe he said next Monday or this one. Well, but today is what, Monday? Yeah, he's supposed to went to work today. But he, another company that he had worked for, that been calling him, he won't come, they come to work. And uh, so I, I guess he... Yeah, plan on going to work. He, he makes, he knocks down somewhere between two and three thousand dollars a week oh, doing that wow. body work. Okay, so, nice. And he's pretty fast about wow. it. Wow, no, that's know. good. That's
1: good. Maybe yeah, he's, he's a potential good, buyer, but you know, he obviously has to qualify. William, here's what I want to do because your price range puts me out as a buyer. But here's what I want to do. Right, since you don't have a real estate agent that you love working with, what I'm going to do is, what if I, um, what if, what when would be a good time if you were me? You know, setting up this call for you to talk to my my prefer agent. Um, again, no no commitment. Just so you can hear other other ideas and things like that. What what if you were me? Setting this up. When would you? Ha- when can I have them call you?
2: Oh, you're gonna have another agent, another company call me.
1: Uh, well, it's uh, we're we're direct we're direct home buyers, so we're direct buyers. The person that yeah. I'm going to put you in contact with is going to list the property, so so that way they can put it on the market for you. Now, I'm not saying that you guys are agreeing to anything, just just to so yeah. hear the difference of who I am and what they're going to do.
2: Yeah. Well, just about any time I'm mostly always home, but okay.
1: So what's today?
2: If he calls them, I I don't answer. He just has to call back. I know. I called you
1: like three times. I'm like, William's a busy man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, going to buy me some groceries or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so then, In fact, if, so I was if I have on her. The computer, if, right.
1: You're, you, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: I was sitting here on the computer trying to find me a barbershop that I wanted to go to to get a haircut, too.
1: Nice. Nice. I, I like that. Yeah. Style. I, I went and got a haircut yesterday myself. So, it feels oh, did good. You? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, so let's, um, if I have her call you uh, later today at two o'clock, would that would, would that be okay with you?
2: Yeah, what time is it now?
1: It's 10.56 right now.
2: It's 5 to 6. Mm-hmm. 5 to 5. You said 5 o'clock. 5 to 11. It looks like 5 to 11, my watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 4 minutes to 11 now.
2: Yeah. Okay, I'm sitting in a dark bedroom on my computer. It's all right. Uh, I got a bright light
1: shining in front of me here. These guys—they got a bright light shining in my eyes right now.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. we call at two o'clock? Yeah,
1: two o'clock. Will that work? I'm gonna have Carl. I'm gonna have Carl set up the call for you, so I can have uh, her call you, and then you guys can talk and figure out if you can sell this thing for five forty or not. Okay. Uh, yeah. Can you set that up about three? Yeah. That works for you. I could do two or three. It sounds like three is better for you. You feel more comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So three o'clock, uh, be by your phone. I know William, we have to call him a couple of times. Busy man. Maybe, maybe. So, um, three well, o'clock. You know, I'm it not is. really that
2: busy. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go try to get a haircut. Well,
1: yeah. Go get, your, go get your haircut. That way you look sharp when you're, when, when you Darn are in
2: bar. Yeah. Well, my looks don't help much on bookseller selling my house, I guess. But yeah, uh, you never know. Yeah. I gotta,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: all right, William. Thank you for the conversation, sir. You have a great day. I'll, I'll be expecting her uh her call, okay?
0: All right. All right,
1: all right take care, sir. Bye-bye. Woo! All right, guys. Um, so interesting call. Uh, that was a lot. Um, trying to kind of unpackage this just a little bit uh in regards to what all went down there, right? Um so First of all, at the price he's asking, he's not definitely not a, it wouldn't be a property. We, uh, we, we would want to buy. I'm looking at the comps right now. Um, and I thought for, for a moment there we were at 770 ARV, but when I pulled up, I was getting excited a little bit inside, right? I wanted to jump out like 500, 500, if he would've said 500, but I looked it over, uh, the 770 is actually, uh, the, the house is a lot newer and, uh, and it's twice the size. Um, now, and, and and basically at five, even at five hundred, I think it, it's going to put me out of the range. Um, we're pushing it right now in regards to uh, you know in regards to what uh, what uh, basically um, you know what what we're locking up the properties for. Uh, it yeah, is a it big locked. lot, as you can tell. But just five hundred puts us way 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 out of the range. And you're seeing these big, big numbers, numbers here, here. But he's closer. Even that's this one, size. right? That sold for five sixty. It's a lot. It's a newer house. I mean, his is only 1,100 square feet. We're talking 2,000 square feet here. So uh, when I saw that one, and obviously here's this one, it's 3,600 square feet. Uh, So definitely the 540 that he's asking just puts us way, way, way out of range. Um, But, hey, as far as the listing, you never know. Um, This is why you need to build relationships with agents. I keep saying this all the time. There's many ways to make money in this business, right? Right. whether now if he would have said 500 or let's say he would have said like 490 or something what i would have done is got it on an option what's an option agreement an option agreement is where i can take control of the asset by not actually having an actual purchase contract and it gives me the capability of of marketing the property so um that was a great call uh guys you heard the open door comment i'm going to tell you what i did there uh when someone tells me hey zillow said my house is worth this uh offer pad said or whatever offer pad open door whatever the case may be they they said this and they said that and then what happens is I always call them out you guys I don't know if you guys heard what I said I said okay so when offer pad when open door when uh when Zillow came out to look at the property and they assessed the repairs and they took out the fees was that the offer they put in writing and you heard what he said he said no Right? He's like, no, absolutely not. That's one way that you can call them out on the uh, on basically when someone's telling you, well, Zillow said this, well, Open Door said that. Uh, let's find out. Let's let's test that. Let's test their statement. And, and let's not just let them tell us that, you know, here's what's open door offer me. Oh, well, I can beat that. Right. And that's the, that's what we usually end up doing is, well, maybe I can beat open door. No. OK. You saying open door said this. Zillow said that. All right. Let's 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 find out right now. And more times than none, I can guarantee you that they're just going online submitting the offer. Now, he said something very interesting. He goes, well, they told me they could be more. Which he was correct. I acknowledge that. I didn't dispute that. I didn't say, hey, you might be correct. Uh, It can be more. But on the other side, it could be a lot less, too, depending on what they find. Um, And you guys know this. You guys do this every day. So that's one way to overcome the open-door situation. Um, In regards to probing him with the price, man, I think – Got him them, got them down pretty well right uh it just wasn't uh, basically uh, uh what is it called uh, it wasn't uh, the price range that we wanted to be at I think this property if I was gonna lock it up I would have to be somewhere probably between 450 420 to 450 to even consider um, and I could have probably I could have told them hey other investors in the area are paying between 430 and 450. But here's why I didn't do that is because A he had no pain. He said, "I asked him what happens if you don't sell in six months. What did he say? I just stay here. I got a hundred forty thousand dollar on on in the bank account, right?" He's like, i got a hundred forty thousand dollars in the bank account. I don't have to do anything. Plus, guess what? I also find out found out that the guy that lives in the mobile home potentially is interested in in, in, in buying the property now. We all know how that is, right? It could just be a smoke screen, or maybe the guy does have money. He said he's making three grand a week. I don't know if that's true or not, but we got eliminated that. Now, as far as the listing, I think it can happen. So I got the listing referral, send it over, and I can guarantee you. Um, did you guys hear how I said? So it sounds like you have a, a listing agent that you love working with. Oh, I don't know about love. <laughs> it always works. It always works if you add that little uh, little, little, little uh, comment there for for the most part. So, guys, I want to get to your questions here. So I know a lot of them came in while um, while I was actually uh, uh, talking on the phone. So Jason Toledo said, oh, I think I answered that one. How do you scorch the earth in regards to e-buyers like this in this instance? Um that's one way. I don't know if you can so much, you know. Um, just because, dude, the e buyers, you know, like Open Door, Offer Pad, uh, Zillow. I mean, they have a really good brand, like you know. And when they're gonna buy your property, as you know, we know, uh, they're going to buy the property. Um, now, the only other thing, the only thing you can do is is make sure to let them know, like, hey, the offer they're making you, that can change. And the way you do it is by telling them what I, everything I explain. Uh, RJ Bates said, Max is a master closer, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for even watching, bro. And being on this, honestly, uh, RJ Bates made another comment. He said, this conversation is a masterclass of how to close. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Um, again, guys, we're navigating these conversations, right? Um, RJ Bates in, in, his, in his own right is a beast. And for him to come out here and check this out, I really appreciate it. So, uh, Kaxi says, how do you guys truly qualify a seller to not waste waste? I'm assuming time waste time and value uh, waste and value of your time. So the biggest way is, is, is the way you, I don't know if you've been hearing the calls, but the, 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 the fastest way to disqualify a buyer is to call out the things that they're saying. I don't have time. Um, you know, I get a lot of calls or whatever it is statements that they're making is call it out, have them, have them, uh, basically, uh, uh, justify, have them defend the statements. And, and basically if you know, uh, for example, um, when he said uh when he said i think it was uh when he said I would go down to five hundred right okay so if someone someone wants to give you five hundred thousand what happens next? I have to think about it think about it well you know I would have to you know and and I was calling him i was, I was calling him out like wait a minute, I'm really confused right now and so there's certain things that you can do um there's actually on my other On a couple other calls that I have, I've disqualified people a lot faster. Um, Just because I've done so many calls, I understand what I'm looking for. Uh, So you have to get, you know, you have to, before you start making the calls, what are your goals with these calls? What is the outcome that you want? And then are you hearing? and And then the other thing, too, the biggest thing for me is that I always say this. And an an unengaged prospect is a dead prospect. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that somebody that's not going to answer your simple questions, engage with you, is somebody you need to move on as quick as possible. Like for example, what has you considered selling? What does that have to do with the sale? Just make me an offer. For me, that's an engaged prospect. I'm going to say, nope, see you later. This is not somebody that I want to talk to. Um, Mike Higgins says, is that your MLS or a different resource? Uh, Mike, that's actually is uh, – It's a uh, the, what I was looking at there on the screen is actually uh, what we call Monsoon. It's part of the, the MLS. The MLS is a multiple listing service. And what it is is basically uh, where it shows it, – it, it's the um, – what I want to say, the, taxes, the tax site where it shows, like, the sales history, the, the deed history. But also we can look at Quint Comps, uh, which is more accurate because it is coming directly from the MLS. Um, 602, 602 scale auto said, what would be the ideal price for this, for his property uh, you would like to get at is this. Uh, I think I just said that, right? I would want to be somewhere between 420 to 450. Um, just because, you know, we are, we we are pushing the envelope right now, especially with our buyers that we have across the nation. Uh, we definitely could do that. So, uh, um, Stump, Stumpski said, will there be a spot to plug in after commissions You'd net same $500 with the realtor. Just curious if you use that or stay away from it. Uh, let's see. Let me uh, let me read that question again. Would, would would there be a spot to plug in after commissions? You'd net the same $500,000 as with the realtor. Um, sometimes I'll use it depending on where we're at. But in, in reality, even if you sold it at... Excuse me, at five forty, and he got like a discount. You know, I, I think he would net just a little bit more. I don't typically like to go into that conversation as much, um, uh, just because it's it's really not not important for me. Uh, at the end of the day, I want to know what their bottom number is, right? I don't ever. If you guys know on this on any calls that you guys hear me talking, I never negotiate from what the property's owed. I always negotiate from what they what what they owe maybe what they need and at the end of the day what they want to walk away with right because we want to see what their bottom number is and i always like them have them throw out the first number first just to see where they're at how flexible it is um g brown says this is great info thank you bro i appreciate it um g brown has another another comment or question comment he says max do you have a course for a beginner like me i'm located in los angeles california And I have a coworker who recently became a real estate agent. Um, so we do, there's a couple options. Um, guys, if you could put the website on there for people to go to, to look at the the course, uh, there is a course for beginners like yourself. Uh, you can go to disruptors.com, uh, forward slash sales disruptors. There's a lot of options for you where we have, where we, where we call our stages, stage one, stage two, stage three, and then stage four. And then if you're starting out brand new, stage one is going to help you, you know, how to build your sales process, uh, Uh, You know, how to learn the the sales scripts, uh, the text templates. Uh, Stage two is going to get you how, you know, and and then on so on and so on. So you can go to that website at disruptors.com forward slash sales disruptor. And then you're going to answer some questions and it's it's going to recommend uh, where you should be at. So uh, hopefully those resources uh, that are on there are going to help you to get started. So guys, great questions. I appreciate the comments. I actually have one more call that I'm going to get on right now. Uh I think Carlos said he's ready for me so let's see if he answers um let's see let's take a look it looks like it was Carol okay perfect so let's call let's call him let me pull up the address one more time let's see This is the guy that said uh this is Bobcat on his uh voicemail I, I don't know what do you guys think comment should I call him Bobcat when he answers <laughs> uh let's see all right let's see i'm going to call him right now all right so i just pulled it up wow this is an interesting property what the heck so this one is in tucson which is a market south of phoenix in our backyard so arizona anyways anyway This is it right here Interesting Right in the corner Alright let's call him. Yeah, and, he's, and he was ready earlier when I was on the other call. So the other call took a little longer. So there's a possibility that he might not pick up again.
0: Mm. This is Bobcat. Please leave your name and number and the time you called. Someone will get back to you. Is not available.
1: Hey, Bob, it's Max. Um, I was. Oh, there he is. He's calling me back now. Hello, Bob?
2: Yeah, I'm returning your phone. I'm having trouble with my phone. Did oh. you just call me?
1: I did, Bob. I actually I called you earlier, and um, and yeah, I heard you talk, and I was trying to I was trying to talk, but uh, yeah. So thank you for calling me back.
2: Yeah, what's happening?
1: Not too much, uh, Bob. I actually uh, I was calling you because you, you had you spoken to, you to one of my team members, Carl, about your property over in Tucson. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I, w- I wanted to call you because, um, uh, you know, Carl left some notes here for me in regards to, you know, you wanting to sell the property. You had some interest, you know, in getting rid of it. And what I, what I always tell people about is the notes don't always tell the whole the whole uh, story. So is it okay if I ask you a few questions?
2: Now What property are you talking about?
1: Uh, so the one I'm looking at right now is 356 North Euclid Ave.
2: Right. Okay, go ahead.
1: Okay. Perfect. Is that the right one? Yeah. Okay. Do you have, a, it looks like you have another one, right? As well.
2: I got far, far more. Yeah.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah like I said, I said Carl-, Carl left the notes. I just wanted to follow up on some of the notes. So what I'm looking at yeah. is, um, you know, a couple of the reasons why he you, you were considering selling was, you know, obviously, uh, you're, you're looking to, uh, you have multiple properties. Uh, sounds like you're, you're wanting to maybe offload uh, some of them. Um, so what what's, What else, I mean, as far as selling them, uh, are these rental properties right now? Or what, what are they? Can you tell me a little more about them?
2: Yeah, there are three properties on the lot. One is uh, it's listed as 804 East 7th Street. And the other two properties, a guest house and a three-bedroom house are on Euclid.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: the two-bedroom house has a fireplace walled in the yard uh, the guest house a big big lot mm-hmm. secured parking behind a big gate and the third house has three bedrooms open space kitchen, dining, living room area and three pretty big uh, bedrooms and uh was Walden Pet Hill.
1: Okay, got it. And and these are all, these properties you just mentioned right now, these are all on the Euclid site? Site.
2: Yeah, got and it. one of them is, is, is facing Euclid, but the main house is facing 7th Street. It's on the corner.
1: Yes, I see
2: 847th, and then there's two more houses on Euclid.
1: Got, got it. it, okay, got it, I see. That makes sense now. So the one facing the, the, the seventh street is the 804, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Got it. Okay. That's cool. So, so basically all the properties are, are, are on the same parcel. There's no, like, we don't have to jump That's to right. the parcel. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Now the other thing Carl mentioned to me, um, you know, looks like, you know, obviously, uh, one of your concerns was potentially selling them. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he This is what the note says. I just want to get clear in that is maybe your capital gains. Is that, I'm hearing a concern about that as well.
2: Well, it is a concern and uh he thought we could work things out where i would carry the mortgage or whatever but mm-hmm. uh, i i just want to get rid of it so you're not you you wouldn't be open for us to make you payments no no i'm too old i'm 88 <laughs> 89 in about six months
1: wow you sound very good for 89 years old uh robert well, yeah i never i, I uh
2: let's see Say that again one more time. I haven't I haven't worked June, July, or August for sixty some odd years. Wow, you look young too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had a soft life. Right. So, I
1: mean, you're since you are making cash flow. I mean, what else has you considering selling besides what we have here on the notes?
2: Why did I fig- figure on selling?
1: Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, since you are making cash flow, I mean, w- what else has you considering selling?
2: What else have I figured selling? I have a house I'm living in here and I have a townhouse with a food, jacuzzi, fireplace. Okay. Big patio. I got a house over here I'm living in right now mm-hmm. with an acre, walled in the yard, and uh, a, a large uh, covered uh patio okay
1: got it uh, well i love to take a look at this as well uh, is it okay if we just stay on this on the one on euclid avenue for now just to see because at the end of the oh, day yeah. you know uh, robert we don't buy every single property from everyone we talk to right that's impossible yeah, um, I can understand, yeah. And, yeah and and so that's my purpose of my call to see if the even if this even makes sense for us to to buy and you to sell right because it's your property too as well so uh you play a big role in this um you know, just what besides talking to us. I mean, what else have you have you done about selling the property?
2: Uh nothing. Nothing. Somehow, word got out that I had some property for sale, and I keep getting uh, multiple calls. And uh, when somebody gives me a reasonable price, I can I can go up or down. Okay. And sell it. Right now, I'm just you know waiting for an offer
1: you're looking for an offer so when you say a reasonable price back. when you say a reasonable price what do you mean by that
2: it's something that's not
1: super so, out of line something that's good
2: yeah regular i know what property's going up but uh it's worth more every year mm-hmm. and uh I don't have a set price for what I want, but I do have a set price I'm going to keep to myself. That's um, what I wouldn't sell it for.
1: Which, which would be?
2: Which would be, I told you, I'm going to keep it to myself.
1: You're going to keep it to yourself? Yep. All right. I'm a little confused. How am I supposed to buy the property if I don't know what I'm going to pay for it?
2: Well, you got to figure that out because you're the guy who's going to buy it and yeah. going to sell it. Whatever you're going to do with it.
1: Well, typically when I call people, usually when they talk about selling or they or they start wanting to sell, either that's you know whatever the night before or thirty days before, you know they usually have a number in mind. And just ballpark off record doesn't have to be exact. What are you looking to get for this? I mean, you know that way we don't go back and forth.
2: Like I said you give me a number and I'll I'll
1: talk. Well, I I'll feel comfortable buying it. Already. I feel comfortable buying it at zero. Where are you at? Well, we
2: got to go a little higher than that.
1: When you say a little higher, what do you mean? For a dollar. For a dollar?
2: Yeah, you can't buy it for zero. You gotta <laughs> have some money down.
1: Uh, no, uh, and I'm just joking, right, Robert? I, uh, one thing uh, I'm try- I'm not trying to go it's about. hard
2: to find the hard to find the cops for three houses on one lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what my rental income is. Mm -hmm. You can multiply it by 12 or 14 or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a system when you buy as to how you can figure out what it's worth. So you come up with a number. If you can't figure it out, have somebody figure it out for you.
1: So it sounds like you just want people to give you offers, and at the end of the day, you're going to select which one's the highest. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not that guy. To I, that's, not, that's not how I run my business. And what, usually when I talk to someone, uh, you know, uh, if you're looking for the highest offer and not the offer you can depend on, I mean, you're more than welcome to take calls and just have people give you well, numbers. I'm not
2: looking for the highest offer. I'm looking for a reasonable
1: offer. Well, I mean, you're the only one that knows what that reasonable offer is just ballpark. Uh, what so you right
2: now, I don't know. Nobody, got, nobody made me an offer.
1: Why do you think that is?
2: Because it wasn't up for sale, all of a sudden it's for sale.
1: So you're only wanting to sell. So it sounds to me like you're only wanting to sell because you're getting calls. You're not really looking to sell.
2: Well, that's what you think, but uh, that's my property. I'm 88 years old, and
1: uh, no, I, I know. Plenty, and, and that's and you're, I have plenty just,
2: of I have plenty of dis- discretionary income every month. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not strapped. I don't need the cash. I got. I can't spend the money I have now. But I have five kids, and uh, okay. I mean, ready to make up a everything new you just told me right now. Ready to make up a new will, and uh, I should have some idea. Mm-hmm. Everything what, you just what told what to me right, right now, out.
1: to me, it tells me, Max. You know, I don't need to sell to you. If you want to make me an offer, make me an offer. Right. Okay. You're damn right. And it doesn't sound right. like, it doesn't sound like I'm going to be your buyer, Robert. I really appreciate you. Uh, okay. I'm not in the business Take of care. making blind offers. Uh, you know, well, one, last, one last question, uh, Robert, when you bought this yeah. property, how did that process look like for you? Did you just make the offer? Uh, to buy it? yeah when you bought this property uh, no
2: well it was listed for at a
1: price it had a price listed for it right
2: they had a price listed for okay. it and i figured it was uh, within my range
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh it was built by uh a curator for a museum in the town with uh, his partner and uh i thought it was a good move Right, because I bought my first house for thirty five thousand. I sold it for two hundred mm-hmm. and fifteen. I had a guest house. at the Are you located in Phoenix.
1: I am in Phoenix. Yeah, we buy a lot of properties in Tucson, though. We have three right now, or that we're looking to buy. Oh, good. under All contract. Right. So, Robert, I mean, really quick, just, just you know, is it? A, can I get that same that same courtesy? Just like when you bought it, there was a price on it
2: oh yeah i might be uh,
1: okay what well, well, what are you looking to get for it
2: uh, well uh, let me ask you a question sure how much you, how much you think uh one house is worth
1: how much hey, do i hey, think how,
2: yeah can, wh- what's the average price for a house nowadays phoenix tucson or the last Brooklyn time i Hill. looked
1: the average price for a house right now went up to four hundred and sixty thousand dollars uh well i got three of them yeah. i got
2: two houses and a guest house
1: but this is not um, a house. This is more of a, this is actually, this is not just one house. We're talking about a whole compound here.
2: For me, yeah. Uh, I would think somewhere around five fifty, six hundred thousand 600000 for three houses. Maybe less, maybe more. I'd take less.
1: 550000 six. Five 500- hundred fifty. To five hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
2: Yeah, or five hundred whatever whatever you people want to offer.
1: Hmm. too much? Well, I don't know, Robert. I mean, you tell me. You think that's too much for me to pay for Well, this?
2: you're buying. I'm sometimes so. Oh, I gave you the <laughs> price. What uh, the hell's going
1: on? No, no, nothing. Um, so so it sounds like that's a big, big range. So let's pretend now I'm not saying I can't. I really haven't gotten the details right. Like I don't know. I know you told me a little bit about what the property's cash flowing, also, uh, you know, the yeah. bed and bath mix. Um, in regards to the meter on the property, who pays utilities? Is Are they all individually metered for electricity, water, and all that? I think I pay the water
2: and they pay the utilities. Okay. The uh, electric and yeah.
1: Okay. So you pay the water and they pay the utilities. Right. Got it. Okay. Electric see so yeah and buried and here i'm looking online as i'm talking to you as well uh just to make sure you know obviously it's really hard sometimes online because it obviously doesn't show pictures or anything um
2: are you looking at the property from, the, from above yeah yeah i am mm-hmm.
1: yes let's see
2: pretty big lot that's the button where you have to block. mm-hmm And there's a wash at the end of the uh, three-bedroom place, off-street parking.
1: I do see that. They clean it up.
2: It's like a park down there.
1: Right, right. Okay.
2: And the people that have the right-of-way through my property
0: Mm -hmm.
2: have improved their facilities. It looked like a dump, but they fixed it all up. They knew that the, the ground was worth something, and uh, they modernized the homes just uh, 50, 60 yards away and through the alley. Okay. So,
1: all right, let me see. Let me check something real quick. Uh, bear with me, okay?
2: You're making yeah. you, it- you making any money? What's that? You guys are hustling. Are you making any money?
1: we're about to find out i got one more spot that i'm going to check and i'm going to tell you right now okay bear with me here
2: go ahead yeah. get some comments. is it all right if i call you bobcat because
1: i heard your voicemail bobcat is that your nickname
2: yeah. <laughs> well yeah the guy gave me the name bobcat about 20 years ago and uh my 92 year old brother says imagine that he lets people call him bobcat he's almost 90 years old yeah. Yeah. Well when they say Bobcat, I know they're talking to me. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, el gato. Yeah, el Spanish?
1: gato. Oh yeah, see, sí, hablo espanol, too.
2: Oh señor,
1: like el, el gato. El gato. El gato loco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, uh, Bobcat, the, the house in the front, is that you said it was a three bedroom or a two bedroom? Two
2: bedroom. Two bedroom, two bedroom
1: fireplace. Okay. And then is that uh what does it have? One bathroom or two bathrooms?
2: One. Got it. Got a dining room, two bedrooms, and a living room with a fireplace, big kitchen.
1: Got it. Okay, perfect. I'm just trying to look what the average rents are going for in the area right now. Because it, it, How about the rents? Um, when's the last time you increased the rents on those?
2: I haven't. I had a property manager for that front house, and uh, I got one place I haven't increased the rent in 10 years, townhouse with a pool and a jacuzzi. Mm-hmm. I got to have my head examined. Usually oh, wow. I kept it at below market value, sacrifice mm-hmm. some extra money to right, keep the I people and to keep them happy.
1: Got it. What What was the current rent on that one on the front house? One more time, Bobcat. Nine fifty. Nine fifty. Okay. Yeah. So that could be increased just a little bit, depending on if you do the. Uh, I don't know what it looks yeah. like or the repairs that you do. Well, two it.
2: bedroom. Yeah, you, you can get the high rises are getting six hundred dollars for a bed. Mm-hmm but uh, modern, you know. Yeah, okay. They got two bedrooms and they charge $600 for each bed in one room. That's two two beds in one room, and then the other room, 600 mm. 1800 I see. two-bedroom place.
1: Okay, perfect.
2: So, Bobcat,
1: I guess the million-dollar question is, you know, I'm not saying I can. I mean, I mean obviously, obviously I, I, love I love to you. do some, you know, with you. Uh, I, love I love the nickname. nickname you know, it's been, been a good conversation. Uh, uh, what would happen if someone offered you 500000 no money out of pocket, didn't have to make any repairs net to you? What would happen next?
2: Well, I, I'd uh, start packing, packing hanging, heading for Costa Rica or somewhere with the cash.
1: Costa Rica? What's in Costa Rica?
2: A cheap place to live. Oh on the beach, no, I would take the money and run. Okay,
1: okay. So then, what, what I'm hearing is you would sell. I would sell. Okay. All right. And basically, when when someone tells me that they usually usually what that usually when someone says they would sell, they would feel comfortable putting things in writing. Is, is that what I'm hearing? Well, yeah, if you're
2: going to buy, you are going to have to have a meeting of the minds of the seller and the buyer.
1: Yeah, of course. We don't want to do uh, back bush handshakes. We, I think that those days are yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so, um, so it sounds like if someone was to offer you five hundred thousand net to you, you would feel comfortable selling, putting things in writing.
2: Well, um, uh, How that sound to you? You just got to do the buying, and uh, you mentioned what the houses are selling for. But of course, sure?
1: of course, no. I appreciate yeah. appreciate you for asking that. Um, well, I mean, I- I'm there. I'm close to that. Um, you know, wh- the next thing for me would be, you know, to come out and 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 take a look at that, look at it, look at the property if that's possible. I don't know if you can make that happen for me.
2: Well, I don't want to disturb the tenants right now because mm-hmm. uh you know, a lot of people are interested in Yeah. I'm so, one, one of the Bobcat, one,
1: one thing we've done in the past with other, uh, with other people that have had uh, uh, investment properties, and obviously that's always the biggest fear, is going out to the property and scaring the tenants. Um, one mm-hmm. thing we've done is we've come in as uh, a contractor, maybe to get quotes, a landscaper. Um, you know, we don't actually talk to the tenants. Um, you know, you can tell them like, hey, I got, a, I got a window guy coming out or I got a landscaper to give me a quote. Um, yeah, and, and and it's worked really well with them. Oh good, I don't know. I never you... thought of that. I'm sorry.
2: I haven't thought of that. Yeah,
1: now. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you just let them know, like, hey, I have somebody that's giving me some some quotes on windows, and and yeah. we, we we don't we don't talk to tenants because we understand the importance of, or sorry, the the, the problem that it could cause if they find out, like, hey, they he's looking to packing. sell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Start packing. So what if we come in, you know, if you let tenants know we come when, when we come into, you know, as as a, a contractor, whatever you want to tell them, window landscaper, like I said, we don't talk to them. And we'll be in and out in less than, than 15 minutes. I just, you know, want to look at a couple things being that this is, you know, um, a property that has multiple dwellings, you know, it's building 69. I just wanted to com- just want to confirm some things. And then I can tell you, uh, you know, hey, that price works and we can put everything in writing.
2: Okay. Uh, my wife is a joint owner with me. I need to discuss it with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, that's uh, fine. I mean, that's the other Jesus, thing, right? No Why, problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. While you're discussing it with her, With Car- it's Carol, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. While you're discussing it with her and then uh, what I, what I'm going to do is, um, uh, right now when i get off this call don't get on any call okay robert i'm gonna have carl call you uh so we can schedule uh we can schedule that call back with you so we can go walk the property um and let's get you to uh, costa rica man go, ahead, go drink some uh, pina All coladas. Right. okay
2: <laughs> okay take it easy bye I gotta get it moving right now okay bye sounds good robert take care All carl's right, gonna take call care. you
0: bye easy bye Woo.
1: all right so that call i mean there's too much to break down there guys you're gonna have to go back and watch this um i think it's a deal and uh, it's a multi-family property my only concern is that um man the property is very very old and i don't know i gotta check uh usually in phoenix we're not worried about foundation issues but when we're talking about tucson um not it's, it's not like it is back back east but uh definitely uh uh, something I want to look at. I want to look at condition cause this could be a property it's cash flowing. Nice. Um, you know, the rents are below, below market. So there's a potential to increase rents, which is great. Um, and then, uh, other things I want to look for, but guys, there's a lot to break down on that call from him, not wanting to give me a number. I got a number out of him, you know, uh, it's a range, but then I, then I anchored him down to 500. Here's the other thing though is that just because it's at 500 you guys saw that I did that I positioned myself I still have leverage I told them hey I don't know if I can pay that right I want to go out and look at it and tell you if I'm there or not I could potentially get it down to another uh, you know 20 10 15 maybe in 20000 Um, so that way I can get it a little bit less price so uh, that was actually a really good call uh, the guy you know uh, we went back and forth a little bit I almost hung up on him and I said hold on wait a minute let me ask you something else. Right, and I got him back on the hook, and he actually uh, opened up, and now potentially we're gonna buy a multifamily in Tucson. Um, and the reason why I didn't uh, push him, obviously, because number one, we have somebody else that's gonna have input on the property. I did see that on title. Number two is I need to verify the condition because these these are these are old man, and like I said, usually we don't worry about any type of foundation issues or anything, uh, but for Tucson, I really we really have to make sure that. Uh, what we're paying for. Because I went under contract a while while back back, over the phone on actually on a nineplex. And it was a real good price on the phone. And what happened was after we went out and walked it, I mean, there was definitely a lot of work. The inside was terrible. Like, it was actually sad, man, to see some of these people, the the way the condition. I mean, this guy was a trap Lord. Uh, So basically, um, it was pretty bad. So we went from the number whatever we had offer locked it up for and we had to be less we had to be like sixty thousand eighty thousand dollars less so i don't want to create that scenario here plus like i said there's somebody else um uh, basically that's uh you know involved in the sale so carl let's get that set up um i want to answer some of your questions here that came in and then we're going to wrap this up um i think it's been really good we've had we talked to a lot of people some the calls have been really long so what i want to do is i want to go through some comments I'm gonna make a couple of statements before, after the comments and answer some of your questions and then we'll wrap this up, okay? So let's see who we got here. So it looks like, um, so the last question that came in before that I read the uh, G Browns is uh, Pure Home Solutions. Pure Home Solutions said, Max, might be a basic question, but what is your main goal of your call? To extract pain or to book an appointment? I think I go for the appointment too soon and I don't extract pain enough. Yes, that's your last statement is actually true. So if you go for the appointment now, you like for me, I want to I want to find out, like if there's right pain. I don't care about the really care too much about the property condition. I don't I don't conversate too much until we're to until we get to the point where, you know, we're talking. We, I extract enough pain and then I get the number from them. Now I'm going to ask them, well, you know what? I don't know if I could pay that because of the property condition, whatever the case may be. Um, but you always want to make sure that you – again, what I said earlier is an engaged prospect is a prospect that you want to do business with that's answering your questions. You want to find out if there's some more some type of motivation. You don't want to go too deep into that. Um, and the reason why I dive a little bit deeper on these calls is because I want to do it for the show, right? I want I want you guys to see how we navigate. Um, and then we book the appointment. So make sure you're not booking the appointment too fast unless it's like a PPC lead. Man, they, those cost a lot of money, right? PPC leads cost a ton of money, so you wanna go out there and get in front of them as, as, as fast as possible. Uh, so hopefully that helps. Um, Joey, I don't know how you're gonna say the last name. Joe, sorry, said, do it, it will build report. Yeah, I think he was talking about the nickname Bobcat. I didn't do it in the beginning, because uh, he called me back, uh, but I did it towards in the middle of the call. So, uh, 1, 1K Higgins said, so good. Appreciate it, bro, thank you, bro. Mike Higgins, sorry um said so what's your list price um yeah i don't understand that question so suits to sweatpants i see where you're going price anchoring yeah you guys saw that right i i went you know i did the whole you know pushback hey you know the last time when you bought this property how did that process look right and right away it very probably nine out of ten people or you might have one person that's going to say oh we just made an offer on it and we bought it it's very rare nine out of ten people which is a lot higher nine and a half i want to say well uh we saw it on the mls or we went through a real estate agent or it had a price on it and we felt comfortable paying the price like he did so my next statement is hey is it okay if i get that same courtesy there's nothing wrong with asking that right so that way it can uh, basically uh, uh, get you the number. Uh, Daniel Alvarez says, get him. Yeah, let's go, baby. We did get him. Um, Le- Leo Leon Manuel, I think that's how you pronounce that, got the number, exclamation point. Yep, we did. We got the number. So uh, Mike Higgins, Mike Higgins said, is that for all three? Yes, bro, that is for all three. Uh, Carlos said, boss, you extracted the price from him. Yeah, thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Um, and then the last comment on here said, uh, Sigmund Paul said, knowing this is live, what's your step if someone calls him and makes him an offer? Um, honestly, at the end of the day, I'm not even scared, man. Like, I, I can tell you that nobody with, uh, and I'm not, you know, trying to be cocky or arrogant or anything here. I can tell you that uh, that to be able to execute and build report at such a high level, I'm not worried about it. Go ahead, you can call him. I can tell you right now, he's basically uh, 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 what is it called? Um, uh, he's he's in man, and and I don't and I don't think he's going to give anybody a number like I did unless you repeat. You you're you're listening to my call while you're talking to him. Uh, but go ahead if you want to call him. Uh, no, I built so good rapport that I can guarantee you that you, there's no way that he's – that no matter if anybody makes him an offer. So, six zero two scale auto said. He's ready to sell. I don't think he wants to inconvenience the current tenants. He doesn't. That's why I said, you know, I said, here's the way we're going to do it. We're going to look, we're going to, uh, uh, you know, tell them that we're coming in as individuals. Now, obviously, we're on a live call here. So once I get off this call, I'm going to do a little bit more research because this is a property we want. If I find out that, hey, I'm good with buying the property, because we got people down in Tucson. That will drive by this property and walk the property and take pictures for me so you got to play the game bro you can't just say well let me make you i'm gonna i'm gonna make you an offer just knowing what's going on in the market no hey hold up i, I want to see the property blah blah blah. this and that you got to play the game i'm gonna get off this call right now we can have somebody literally drive by there and take pictures i can do a little bit more research and i can buy this thing on site unseen like i mentioned earlier we bought one site unseen already a nineplex And then later on, once the due diligence kicks in, we we walk the property, right? So, but you gotta play the game. So, Um, I don't think there's any more comments or any more questions from what I can see. Uh, but guys this has been really good uh, we went an hour and 40 minutes which is awesome uh, Thank you everybody for joining us for joining me uh, on the closers lab uh, don't forget we're live every single Thursday at 10 a.m Arizona time right now we're Pacific but we always want to say Arizona time because we don't change the we don't change time zones. Uh, so we're live every single Thursday uh, 10 a.m Arizona time guys if you got value out of this please share this live uh, tag me on Instagram um, my, my Instagram handle is uh, at real Max Jimenez shoot me a message what was it what was it that you you know one thing that helped you uh, what was the uh, the the uh, you know uh, uh, a tactic or something mindset that shifted where you, where you listen to these calls um, and you know we're just gonna keep doing this uh, every single Thursday and then and also, uh, I know that some of you had questions about where can you learn all this. Don't forget, you can go to realestatedisruptors.com forward slash sales disruptors. What, what's great about our website is we structure it to depending on your level. Uh, it's not a one size fits all. We want to make sure that you know if you're a beginner, you get the beginner stage. If you're already executing, you're doing three to four to five deals a month but you want to scale, we have that option as well too. So that way you can uh, plug in and then basically you know uh, come to either our workshop Um, and then the other thing too the last thing I want to say is if you are looking to collaborate with us, uh, reach out to me, send me a message. Uh, you guys know that we have the show club collab every Tuesday. Um, that's something that we also do here, you know, so that way you can see we're going to start breaking down deals on the closers lab. Uh, but let's reach out. Let's do it. Let's, let's collaborate on a deal. Uh, you don't necessarily have to have it under contract. We always say this, you can be working a hot lead or, or a lead that you can't close. Actually, today, one of my closers, Jesse, he's going to an appointment with someone at two o'clock to go help him get that contract. So remember, guys, reach out to me send me a DM and let's do some deals together. Thank you everyone for watching.
0: Later. Most people out there, sales of the